Welcome back, baseball fans, to the Stew Pod, the Yahoo Sports Baseball Podcast. This is Mike Oz. Today, I have the pleasure to be joined by Frank Thomas, uh, MLB legend, Hall of Famer, and uh, part of Fox's all-star coverage. You can catch him on the pregame show Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern with Kevin Burkhardt and A-Rod. Uh, you can also catch the Fox crew, their all-star preview on FS1 Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Frank will be part of that, along with Pete Rose, Tom Berducci, and uh, Kevin Burkhardt. So uh, I, I hung out with, with Frank and some of these guys last year. I know you guys have a lot of fun, man, when you're when you're doing baseball coverage, um, how how are things going for you this year? First of all, well, everything's great. You know, we we had a a booming success last year. We had a you know a great crew, a great fan following. So it was a pleasure covering baseball the way we did last year, uh, and also winning an Emmy award for our for our playoff show. Here's here's my first question I wanted to ask you: Have you have you had the opportunity yet to stand next to Aaron Judge? And if so, does it feel weird to, to see someone else that's that big? No, I didn't stand next to him yet, but I was, I was at Wrigley when they played the Cubs in the first of the year, and my seats was very close to the on-deck circle. And, yeah, he's a massive man. Uh, they say he's 6'7". He looks more like he's 6'8", about 290, but he's all muscle. So uh, he's a definitely an awesome specimen. Not many players who make Frank Thomas kind of look up, huh? Yeah, not many. Uh, he's a big guy. He's bigger than me, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm just impressed with his, his progress. Uh, most people thought coming in this year they just want to give him 600 bats to see what he can do, and now he's leading everything in triple crown. So yeah. it's one of those things that you know this guy's growing with confidence, and he's gotten a lot better since last year. I think the Derby is going to be fantastic. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, potentially. Uh, who, who do you got? One of those guys, or you think somebody else might come and win it? Well, I, I, I think it's going to be very interesting. I, 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 of course, you got to go with the front runners. Giancarlo Stanton is the front runner. Uh, he's the Derby champion. He's at home. Uh, it's going to be a lot of hometown love for him. So, uh, and plus, he has experience in the Derby. You know, Aaron Judge is his first year. We don't get the ball a mile, but I don't know if he's ever been forced to hit every pitch out of the ballpark. I'm sure he can do it because he does it every day. He has home run derby every day, and he's used to doing it. So. That was that's that's one thing that makes it interesting. But also, you got to look at guys like Miguel Sano, uh, Cody Bellinger, um, and there's a couple more in there that, that 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 could make some noise in this derby. So I don't know if you guys spend much time watching Sano. He can hit the ball as far I, as anybody. I think he could so, be the he could be the sleeper. I think. Yes, he could be the sleeper. So uh, this is going to be an interesting derby, and I'm going to have fun watching this one. I I love though from a from sort of a fan perspective that we potentially are going to get. Stanton versus Judge, you know, sort of like the two guys that people want to see. Right. Um, it, it makes me think like Frank Thomas, King Griffey Jr. in 1994, you know, like like those are the guys <laughs> that you want to see. Exactly. That brings back memories. <laughs> um, I'm excited about the Derby this year. This is the first time I've been excited about the Derby in years. So uh, I can't wait to see him and him and Stanton go ahead head to head because I think Judge and Stanton, the fanfare of, of watching these guys hit long, far home runs is very exciting for the fans. If you went out there right now, you got like 10 cuts, how many could you hit? Oh, I get a few out. I still swing the bat from time to time. So, um, you know, I, I, I still can hold my own. I don't know if I can hit as consistent as, as before, but I still can hold my own. Yeah, I, I don't doubt you at all. Um, you, you did win it. You won it the next year in, in 95. To you, I know it's changed a little bit with the new format, but what, what's the secret to being successful in the home run derby? Well, not just to come out of not just to come out and swing out of your shoes. I think you have to, you know, take it like a B pre session and you're thinking in your mind as a two oh three one count 
that you're trying to drive the ball out of the ballpark just so you don't get mechanically off. There's a lot of talk now when people see like a young star doing the home run derby and the fans would be like, oh, he's not going to be any good in the second half now. And I've seen various numbers on that. Some people will say there's true and some people will say the numbers don't support that. But as a player, from your perspective, do you see that? Do you see that if I do the derby, it could you know hurt hurt me in the second half? Well, I was in it a couple times. I enjoyed doing the home run derby because I could I could not you know not get unglued and hit home runs you know trying it every time. Um, but a lot of guys they they like I said they come out of shoes they overswing uh, they get themselves out of rhythm. I never tried to get myself off rhythm, but uh, I had you know one one year I, I came out the second half hitting more home runs right away because I was more aggressive. And another year, I was popping balls up. So uh, it can affect your swing. But like I told you before, you've got to stay mechanically sound in a home run derby. So I want to talk about the All-Star game a little bit. I love this year that there's you know, so, many, so many young guys. And we've heard about the youth movement now for a couple of years. But I feel like you know, now we're at a spot where you know, it's not just that these guys are, are prospects who could be good. It, you know, that they're really good. I mean, Carlos Correa is you know, one of the best players in the game. Chris Bryant is you know, yes. fantastic. And these guys are now... Not just prospects; they're they're really good. Which players impress you, you know, most most often? Like, wh- which players should people be watching specifically during the All Star game? Well, I mean, everybody's talking about Judge this year, but I think they're forgetting Cody Bellinger. What he's done in the first half is it's historical. It's it's uh, pretty pretty crazy to to realize what he's done and what he's achieved. He's been in the big leagues since April twenty fifth. The kid has twenty four home runs and about fifty ribbies. So, I mean, that in itself is unheard of. Uh, it's the first time it's ever been done. He's got, I think he has the fastest home run rate, 224 home runs. So, um, that kid right there with the impressive swing that I saw in spring training, and I told people, I said, when this guy gets to the big leagues, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, and I'll be dang he did it the first half. Who, who else for, like, a let's say a casual person who doesn't watch baseball every day, and if you're like, man, you got to watch – you got to watch these people during the All Star Game. Keep your eyes on this guy and this guy. Who else are your on your must watch list? Uh, uh, Corey Seager. Yeah, I think uh, people are taking for granted what he did last year. You know, he drove. He was the power behind the Dodgers getting to the NLCS. Played really well as a 21 year old in the, in the NLCS. And he came back this year. He's at number 300. So that kid is a very special talent, um, and I think he's going to be a force at shortstop for for probably another decade. Dodger fans are going to be happy with your answers to those last two. <laughs> They're going to be happy with you. Oh, yeah. I mean, for some reason, they keep bringing up rookie of the years, huh? <laughs> They're in a good spot. <laughs> How shocking is it to you there's only one Cub in the All-Star game right now? I'm really shocked. I mean, I think it's a travesty for the game. And I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm just thinking more of a, as a, as a media guy now, marketing the game, marketing the sport. Um, you got to have Chris Bryant in yeah. the All-Star game. I mean, the kid was a unanimous MVP last year, basically. 29 out of 30 votes, and you don't have him three months later in the All-Star game. Are you telling me he was a unanimous MVP, but now he's not an All-Star? And it's not like he's been bad. He hasn't been bad. (laughs) Exactly. Teams are geared up to stop him because he had such a big year last year. They're not giving him the opportunities they gave him last year. The kid is an amazing player. You can put him all over the diamond. You can put him anywhere, and he can play. So (laughs) I'm really shocked at that one. And I'm also shocked that Anthony Rizzo's not on the All-Star team. I know there's some great first basemen everywhere. But Rizzo deserves to be on an All-Star team, also. Uh, the both, two years he's put together. Both those positions are really deep, but I don't. I don't know that that excuses at least one of them. Like one of them should be there, right? Exactly. Uh, you got to have one of those guys there. It's the Cubs who you know won the World Series last year. It's a, a big town. 
it's a big market in baseball. There's no way you, you can have not a Cub in at the All-Star Game position player. I'm, I'm a fan that, you know, they got rid of the, the idea that the All-Star Game counts for home field. I like that. Um, I'm curious, how do you think that's going to affect the actual game? Do you think that players are going to Well, know, no, I, 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 really, I really like it because I don't think, you know, guys, this time of the year, guys want to take these three days off to recover for the second half and get ready to go. I think it's great that they reward them for being all-stars. They come here and they get to shine a little bit and, and play more at the leisurely play or high, high intensity they want to get it. Because you, you shouldn't force a guy to be like so intense for an all-star game when it's a showcase of just talent. Do you think we're going to see the game be a little less serious now? I mean, you know, there was that controversy a couple of years ago. About no, 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 not at all. I really think the guys are going to come out and play at the best of their ability because they know the world is watching. I guess I'm wondering, like, are they going to are they, are they going to maybe feel more free to have a little more fun, especially the young guys, you know, who you know exactly. might want to play with a little I more pizzazz. More, I think you'll see a lot more smiling, okay. and guys will take a lot more chances of hitting balls out of the ballpark or going first to third or doing little things that they normally wouldn't do. I want to know what it's like again. Taking back to when you're a player, um, what, what are the moments at the All Star Game that, that are really nice? Maybe that people don't see. I mean, we see obviously, you know, the game and stuff. But what are the what are the things that happen in the clubhouse or behind closed doors? Like, what are the moments that stick to you? Inside the clubhouse. Huh? Especially when I, I remember going to my first uh, All-Star game. You go in there with the legends of the game and guys that you've looked up to. And the best thing is when you get in there, you have to sign all the baseballs. And the old guys are telling the young guys, get in there and sign those baseballs because there's dozens and dozens and dozens of balls, and you have no clue that you have to do this until you get there. So I think that's the funniest thing. And, and it's a good thing because you realize that you're part of something special here at the All-Star Game. I've seen that, actually. I've always kind of wondered how that works. So everybody just <laughs> signs. They have the big tables of balls, and everyone signs them. And you like you get one at the end. You get some stuff, right? Yes, you get one. Yes, you get one. That's pretty cool. What what other what moments stand out to you as, as sort of something that you maybe would not have experienced in baseball if not for being at the All-Star Game? Well, I remember 1993 and, and making an All-Star team. And that's the year when I won unanimous MVP, and I didn't start the game. I had to come off the bench. I did get a hit, but you know what I'm saying? It was just one of those years that I look at it now and guys complain about, you know, not making the All-Star team or, you know, shit, they start in the All-Star game. And I was, you know, having one of those years, uh, unanimous MVP years, and didn't start the All-Star game. So I, I totally understand how it works both ways, but I think the league needs to continue to make it better. Uh, for the fans and, and getting the, the stars who've com- completely turned themselves into all-stars year in and year out and reward those guys for the all-star game. I, I know predicting the all-star game is, is ridiculous because anybody can just pop up and be the guy who hits the, the big hit or, you know, whatever. But who, who's, who's a player you think you're looking at like, this could be the guy that, that surprises everyone, that a lot of people aren't paying attention to, uh, that, you know, not well, a huge it's, star. It's going to come down to, it's gonna come down to, to pitching. But I look for a guy like Miguel Sano to come out of nowhere and steal some thunder because the guy can flat out hit. And most people are not seeing him out of Minnesota. Yeah. But I don't know if you watch this guy. He's really the, 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 the key reason the Minnesota Twins are winning baseball team again. You know, he's taking, picture, he's, he's taking the pressure off Maurer, you know, having to hit home runs. He's taking pressure off a lot of other guys in that lineup. Dozier, all those guys can come in and do their thing because you've got a big stick in the middle that is very consistent on a night-to-night basis. I think that's a good transition into a couple a couple of general questions I had for you. 
at this point in the season, who what's the biggest surprise to you, be it team, player, anything? What, what's the biggest surprise? Uh, it's got to be Aaron Judge and the New York Yankees. Yeah. I mean, coming into this year, we thought it was a rebuilding year for the Yankees. I know they've been on the skid last last uh, 10 days, but for them to be in the, in the playoff hunt and have the unanimous MVP at the All-Star break, no one saw that coming. True. What, what's the other side of that? What's the... What's the disappointment? Is it the Cubs? Is it something else? Yeah, the Chicago Cubs. You know, this team is young and talented. We thought they would have a little dynasty for a few years. For them to be under 500 at the All-Star break so far, it, it's, it's, it's disheartening for a lot of people in Chicago because they really thought this team was ready to make a, a run for the next two, three years. Do you think, do you think they can? Can they rebound? Well, I think they've got to make some, some uh, personnel changes. I think... Uh, they're just missing something in that clubhouse that they had last year. And I think some personalities are missing that really made that engine go. You're talking about David Ross and his dancing, aren't you? You more, well, more Walters. It could be Dexter <laughs> Fowler. Yeah, yeah. You know, those, those guys were swagger guys. You know, it could be even uh, the Wood kid out of the bullpen yeah. who was a rough rider. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not there anymore. So when you had certain personalities in the clubhouse that all mixed in jail, and then you take three or four of those guys out of there, they're not there on a daily basis, it changes the team's chemistry. Did you did you pick the Cubs at the start of the year? I thought they would be back in, in the NLCS, no doubt about it. So what's your what's right now? If they don't make if they don't make necessary changes, they're not they may have a chance to miss the playoffs. What's your what will be your revised World Series pick at this point? Oh, at this point, yeah. Houston Astros, Houston Astros, either Houston, the Dodgers, or or the Washington Nationals. You like them Dodgers, Frank. You like them. People yeah, in LA are gonna be happy. They're strong. This is this is what happens when you when you go Hollywood and you hang out in LA with. Well, no, no, not at all, not at all. I mean, I I've talked them down, you know, for two months in the first half, but they keep getting better and better. And I think Corey Bellinger has really added a whole another level to their offense. Hey, Frank Thomas, big hurt man. I appreciate your time. Thanks for thanks for talking with us. Anybody listening, if you've enjoyed this, you need to be watching Frank and and. Pete Rose and A-Rod and everybody on Fox Sports, they do a tremendous job. Uh, great, great baseball talk there during the All-Star game and, and throughout the season. So, Frank, thanks for spending some time with us. We really appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. You guys have a wonderful day. Thank you, my man.